0: Hello Bleep heads. Sean here, and I'm just going to drop you a little message here before you get to the episode. We are so excited to be dropping Season 3 here soon, but in the meantime, we have a little interlude episode here between seasons, so something that you guys can enjoy. It's from our Bleep You Watching series. Uh, you can get all of the episodes for What the Bleep Are You Watching, as well as Bleep Your Tier List and How the Bleep Would You Do It over on our Patreon patreon.com slash what the bleep for just three dollars a month you can get all of our episodes we're now approaching a hundred episodes between all the podcasts as well as the bleep you playing episodes a week early and uh we also have a seven day trial so if you just want to try it out and listen to some of our other stuff and see if you like it you can do that as well thank you all for the support here we uh are so happy to continue to be doing this and we will continue with more bleep you playing in the future but until then enjoy <coughs> Hello and welcome to a very spooky episode of What the bleep are you watching? A podcast where we watch a film and tell you why the bleep we watched it. I'm wah 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 And we watched... the great pumpkin charlie brown
1: <laughs>
2: yeah it's so scary you can't understand what
1: we're saying
0: exactly
1: <laughs> i was just thinking in my head like what if we did the entire podcast in, we would- in adult speak
0: Either it would be the most watched thing on the internet Or the least watched thing on the internet There is it'd no be the in between
1: most, It'd be the
2: most watched episode of our podcast Then they'd click on other episodes like Why the fuck are you not doing Charlie to me?" <laughs> why didn't you commit to the bit <laughs> so, oh, uh, Did we
1: ever explain that Why the adults sound like be, that
2: Because it's all from the point of view of kids And kids. that's what adults speak And that's all like they heard kids. Yeah, I
0: guess. Right. And you know Why pay actors to voice adults When, when you, you can, can
1: have kids and not pay them Exactly like, uh, a lot of the 60s. Nice. I think
0: it, it, uh, we, we talked before uh, we started watching this, and I think it's interesting that this is kind of the first time we're jumping into the Peanuts. It despite is. how yeah. much Peanuts property there is out there, how the many specials, lot. movies, and, TV and, shows, games. There's just tons of Peanuts stuff out there.
2: And I think the reason is that we mostly cover video games and movies. That's kind of our two domains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Peanuts has a lot of video games, has a lot of movies, but none of them are the really popular things. Mm-hmm. The popular things with Peanuts are the specials. Mm-hmm. These 30-minute things that will come on TV and people will watch them quite literally religiously. Yeah, for
0: yeah. half a century at this point.
1: Yeah, and they're also so. the, 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 the the big ones, the most well-known ones. They're very seasonal. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, you're right. It would have, have been weird for us to do this one in like the middle of July. So as well, this, like the, the Christmas episode, in like in that's March. fair.
0: As this podcast hits your feed here, uh, you know, on this wonderful Halloween, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about the great pumpkin. Is this is this the best Halloween special we've ever gotten? Um, no. I know it's the first.
1: No, Michael Jackson's Halloween is far better. No, I'm kidding. I said joke. Like, I know there are a lot
0: of like. Like there, there are probably movies that I think would be arguably better, or things like that, or more representative. Oh, but like man. those, tr- like there are tons of Christmas specials, but there aren't that many Halloween. So I'm trying to think Thanks. through. Like I know that uh, obviously, there, Garfield had a special. I remember watching that was Halloween. Yeah. There's a lot of other like special cartoon things like that.
1: Boy Meets World had a great horror episode. Yeah,
2: because I, I, I think the thing is that people either. With Christmas, yeah, there's a ton of specials. People remember these specials. Mm-hmm. But with Halloween, it's mainly movies and it's mainly horror movies. So you don't see Halloween specials in that same category yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, I mean,
0: I know that Toy Story has done a couple of Halloween specials over the last yeah, decade.
2: Oh, Ter- yeah, that's right. Toy Story of Terror, which is unironically really good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, but for the most part, when people think of Halloween, they think of you know these big horror movies, and you know that's not exactly going to be in the same conversations. Like, hmm, what's better, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, or Halloween, nineteen seventy eight? Like, yeah, it's like yeah. kind of apples and oranges. It there. is kind but, of that yeah. one of those
0: things, and I really, I really appreciate that they devoted this a special to it. Is it really you know the most spooky thing? No, outside of the little opening, but they really like said no we're going to make a true special we're going to make a special around Halloween it's going to feel incredibly peanuts it's going to feel like the comic strip mm-hmm. yeah. and almost so that at times maybe some people might find it disjointed I don't but I know that some people well, are gonna, because it yeah, is a lot of the way the comic jumps around
2: yeah, you could argue that it's disjointed but the peanuts story is so simple it's boy gets fucked by life and you know that's that kind that was a way to phrase that. Anyways. I mean that
0: is that is Charlie Brown to a, to yeah. a T.
2: Yeah, and ba- basically yeah, the, the whole thing is boy lives life doesn't go well for him. His friends also do shit. That's kind of the Peanuts story. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's kids. It's kids doing living their life, and I. I don't know. There's just something. This is my personal favorite of the Charlie Brown specials, especially uh, the 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 classic the, ones the, that we the, think of.
2: Yeah, the for the main ones mm-hmm. like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. I
0: mm-hmm. I would say maybe story wise, Thanksgiving might be a little bit better story wise. But I have I think fonder memories of Great Pumpkin. Those are my two favorites. Hot take: Christmas special is my least favorite. I still love it. I would rate it highly, but it is my least favorite of those big three.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it, it's kind of the, the the reason the the Christmas I kind of agree with Sean the reason the Christmas special is probably my least favorite. It's gonna be an odd thing. I like it when the peanuts stuff ends kind of miserably. Mm-hmm. And and the Christmas special, you know, it's the point. It's the point of the Christmas special, and it's a good point. Mm-hmm. It, oh, it, it the ending with, of the Christmas special it, is fantastic. Yeah, it, it, ends, but... it ends with them singing "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." It's a really great ending. It shows the true meaning of Christmas. And that's fantastic. But this ends with Linus bitching at Charlie Brown that he doesn't believe in his religion. And that's just funnier. To me. And I think
0: something that I didn't realize as a kid, obviously, but also as an adult until recently and really until watching this and doing some research on it beforehand, how this might be the most religious of any of the Peanuts specials uh, as, is- as Charles Schultz fully dumped his religious trauma you know that he had into this special
1: you know when you brought up uh when we were watching but like before we had started watching it about how it's like the uh, the most um religious uh peanuts special and the how the great pumpkin is an allegory uh how familiar are you guys with the uh, the giant floating spaghetti monster yeah, the Monty Python thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very. It, it feels very similar to that. It does,
0: uh, and you know, Charles Schultz had a, while being a very religious man, a we'll go with difficult relationship with evangelicalism and denominations. Uh, you know, in in the church and all those different things, and he well, didn't... he basically makes Linus everything that he hates about churches, which <laughs> is,
2: it's so funny. This special takes on a whole new much more funny light when you realize that and it's still funny even without that but once you realize that it's like oh that's fucking hilarious it's also really
0: interesting considering how much this special was held up among more like that traditional uh uh quote-unquote family value homes uh and things like that that this is one of those that like the halloween stuff that a lot of those homes would be like halloween's bad you know devil and all these things Schultz is not bashing the Halloween parties or trick-or-treating or or dressing up as witches and ghouls and ghosts. No, No. he's mad at a kid sitting in a pumpkin patch just yelling about, it's coming, it's going to arrive, and you're all going to be wrong. You're going to be wrong. You're going to be sorry. You're going to believe... When when you see it, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, he he was right. And there's something kind of amazing about that element of this that like, I don't even think... like. We fully appreciated, even until more modern times, when you see that sort of person that's just like, "See, you're off there enjoying all these things. You're enjoying Halloween. I'm over here. I'm living a great life. And look, look at this. You know, it's my my religion's going to happen, and oh, you're going to be sorry."
1: And it's something that that uh, didn't even click for me until just now. That kind of, that adds to that is when that's it, something that I jo- that I joked about when watching when he was like. Look at look at how honest this pumpkin patch is. What he's gonna come to this one? It's kind of like it. It's kind of like when people are like, "Oh yeah, th- th- he's gonna reveal himself to me because we're the honest ones." Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he, why would he reveal himself to everyone else? And it, it's interesting considering coming off of the Christmas
0: special, and this is the third special they would air. They did Christmas special, they did uh, Charlie Brown All Stars mm-hmm. uh, in the summer of '66, and then they did this one. Uh, all stars wasn't as popular as as Christmas special and then this one uh that they take Linus who is the in the Christmas special the kind of the crux and the emotion and telling the you know the good news in the in the uh in that special and make him the like crazy religious person in this one but yeah. Of the two, this fits Linus's character from the comics better than the Christmas special does. Yeah, Yeah,
2: because in the comics, Linus—I mean—they're all little shits. Yes, the the, the Peanuts characters are all kind of little shits. But even even Charlie Brown. Yes. Yeah. All right then. Anyway. But Charlie Brown's the least of them, but he's still an asshole. Uh, But in the comics, Linus is kind of a dick. Mm -hmm. Like he makes fun of Charlie Brown all the time. Like there's one panel where. it's actually part of the Halloween. No, it's part of the Valentine's Day arc, where Linus doesn't do anything for Sally and Sally's upset about it, so she asks Charlie Brown to punch him. And Charlie Brown just walks up to Linus, like, you know, my sister asked you to punch me and in the nose. And it's like, I'm glad you didn't. You might miss and hit my eye, and Charlie Brown's like, You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It, it, it definitely is more true, and I think there is, while there is a lot of ribbing of the characters in the Christmas special, and that's not to say the Christmas special isn't true to the comics, that's not at all what I'm saying, because I do think it is, but I feel like this gets the essence of the comics a little bit more. I, yeah. yeah that, and the thanks, the Thanksgiving one as well does it, uh, yeah, as well. The,
2: the Thanksgiving one is, I think, a good in-between of mm-hmm. this and the Christmas special, where yeah it has that emotion that the christmas special has but it also has the peanuts characters being dicks to each other Mm -hmm. so (laughs) even Uh, more so than the christmas special so so
0: uh a couple of things before we jump into the plot Uh, this uh was all the kids as they were were played by children
2: yeah which is a tradition that continues Mm -hmm. to this day uh you
0: know to keep kind of the, the the real feel uh Snoopy was voiced by Charles Schultz, which was just basically him making noises into the microphone. I and love then the in.
2: noises that he Snoopy j- makes. He just makes random noises, and they're great.
1: And they, almost sound, they're, they also sound like they're, like, pitched up, too. I think they might be, but I'm not sure. So. They would have to be. I don't, no human can make their voice I, sound that naturally you, high-pitched. You'd be surprised. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I
0: would be. The same He's person so- who was in charge of the music... Uh, all that stuff. Vince, I'm going to try to pronounce his last name. Giraldi, I think. I think Geraldi uh, is, was in charge of the music who, and he had been in charge of the previous specials as well, as mm-hmm. well as the unaired 63 documentary, a boy named Charlie Brown. He had done, would have done the music for that as well.
1: It was, so. a, there was an unmade documentary about Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Wow. In 63. It would have been the first thing. Huh. Um, it was released on October 27th, 1966 on CBS, and it earned 49% of the total market share with 17.3 million viewers. And it aired against Sheesh. Star Trek on NBC and The Dating Game on ABC. Ah, so, uh, the 60s. Uh, it, yeah,
2: if you want a time capsule of the 60s, that TV schedule right there. And it was rebroadcast
0: yeah. on air for by CBS from... 66 until 2001, when ABC took over the rights and broadcast it from 2001 to 2020, when Apple got the rights. Apple then allowed it to air, run on PBS in 2021, but they did not have such an agreement in 2022, and now it is just free to watch on Apple+. Plus.
1: Oh, is, Which, it, just, oh, is it just
2: free? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I think it's like, I don't know if it's free like 24-7, mm-hmm. but... Around Halloween time, around yeah. the time of the holidays, they'll just say you can
0: watch it for free. Yeah, from no, October that's, 20, that's, from October 28th to 31st. So they, they've kind of made an agreement because there was a whole hullabaloo about, you know, these, these specials have aired on network television for 50 plus years. Yeah. And so making an, a kind of an agreement, like, okay, yeah, you can watch it here during these days. Because, like I said, I... I grew up watching all three of these. Uh, sometimes not always on ne- on television because maybe we weren't there, but we ha- because we had them all on VHS: mm-hmm. the Great Pumpkin, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. But I know I watched them a bunch, on especially the Christmas one because you know there's so many Christmas specials right. uh, that ran up through it on things like CBS, ABC, NBC. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just it it's very interesting. It was one of the first ever ho- um, uh, Halloween. Uh, themed things on television it was the first Halloween special holiday special uh, the horror uh, scene at the beginning of the, the kids and the ghosts floating around mm-hmm. was iconic nothing really had done that at that point it, it pushed the envelope in a lot of ways uh, this legitimately was a like groundbreaking special in that aspect
1: like Tom, Thomas brought it up while we were watching that Scooby Doo probably has a lot to to thank this special for, yeah, because
2: without it there wouldn't have been such allowance for this kind of imagery yeah. on national television.
0: And the uh, the final thing I have for it on it is this is also the debut on uh, the 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 small screen of the World One War One Flying Ace.
2: Yes, which yes is probably the most popular Peanuts thing period. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. other than Snoopy himself, obviously, mm-hmm. but
0: like Snoopy's uh. uh- uh, persona
1: alter <laughs> all right, sure. Fursona, we'll go with that. We'll go with that, but but, already,
2: but he already am. Okay, <laughs> Le-
0: but let, let's let's jump into the, the plot of this This 25 minute uh, holiday special.
1: I blinked, and the podcast over,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> right, that's all you know, you know. Uh, so, so, how's it hold up?
2: <laughs> legitimately,
0: all of these uh, all these specials, I think they all open wonderfully. Yeah. Uh, this one opens with Lucy and Linus. They go out. They find a pumpkin in the pumpkin patch. Uh, Linus holds up some smaller ones. Lucy shakes her head. Eventually, he gets a really big one, and they start heading back home. This Lucy all, being. This, is, hold on, this oh,
1: is all while the. Oh, the in, score! The immortal. Peanuts theme is playing.
0: It is a great score. Like that
1: is yeah. that is that has got to be like one of the most iconic themes yeah like the most recognizable like as soon as somebody starts playing those, you know what's gonna happen Uh, it's like that that is like everybody knows that theme
0: lucy shows off that she is a wonderful person walks through a small hole in the fence linus gets caught (laughs) but that doesn't deter him he walks around he
1: just walks around it yeah just just rolls the pumpkin why is there an unfinished fence in the middle of this pumpkin? Well, don't game? worry about
0: because it. Because the 60s. <laughs> uh, we get back inside, and Lucy just comes out with a knife. And I think Mason said, while will watch it. Ah, the 60s. Were <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That <laughs> was
1: was, was, Thomas, Thomas. was that, that Thomas? Was that Thomas?
0: Got it? What is, ah, the 60s. When a kid can just come out with <laughs> when a when knife. When a kid can just have a knife. It's fine.
1: <laughs> it's not even like a small knife. No, it, it's, it, a, it, it's, it's a, a butcher's knife. Butchers. It's a
2: Michael Myers
0: slasher it's, knife.
1: It is. It is. <laughs>
2: Um, Alright, Lucy versus Michael. Who wins? Lucy. Lucy. She she shows no mercy.
1: Um, <laughs> she goes up to Michael Myers, Hey, I'm going to kick this football.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he falls off the patio and kills himself.
0: <laughs> Before we get the spooky opening, though, we get uh, just a fantastic line from Linus. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, Lucy just cuts the pumpkin open and starts digging the guts out. And he's like, You didn't tell me you were going we to kill it. it.
0: <laughs> Which legitimately, you know, this sets up the movie and Linus absolutely perfectly yeah no this is the pumpkins <laughs> the great pumpkins and things Can't <laughs>
1: kill the pumpkins
0: so we get that little spooky opening kids running around with like this ghost going around you see all the costumes it's a it's especially with the 60s gorgeously animated yeah it's uh, pretty great i love the way it looks i love that i love the aesthetic of it and uh we get into it uh and then we just have snoopy blowing leaves in the air Cutely.
2: Yeah, he he blows some leaves onto Charlie Brown's pile because Charlie Brown's raking leaves because he's the closest thing to an adult this neighborhood has.
0: (laughs) And of course the closest thing to not adult here, Linus, is like, ah, I'm I'm eating a sucker the size of my head. You know what I should do? Jump in that pile of leaves. Yeah. And he goes, You know what? Never jump into a pile of leaves with a wet Wet sucker." sucker
2: and Charlie Brown looks like he's about to beat the shit out of him. But
0: don't worry, Charlie Brown, everything's going to work out great, because Lucy's here.
1: You know, okay, going, uh, going going back to before Lucy comes up and the leaves exploding everywhere, I remember that being, like, a cliche in every... Uh, like fall-themed cartoon where you jump into a pile of leaves and exp- and they explode everywhere. So imagine my disappointment when I was a child and I saw an actual leaf pile jumping into it and realizing that they don't explode everywhere. Yeah, it's just a pile. You just jump into a, a pile. of leaves. <laughs> yeah, they don't explode.
2: <laughs> yeah, imagine doing that with me, and it's like, get me out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the it's the Tom and Jerry. Help God, let me <laughs> out. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, Lucy comes up with the football, Charlie Brown. He's like,
0: like you'd think I got to – look, Linus might have a sucker, but I'm not a sucker. Yeah. And she's like, well, I have this signed note. And he's like, that is a signed note.
1: All right, I'm going to get this football. <laughs> I, it's laminated and everything.
2: Yeah. And he charges
0: it, up. Uh, he's got a signed note. So, of course, he's going to uh, – he missed the football. And he's on his back.
2: And Lucy – what does Lucy say? Lucy exactly? catches
0: <laughs> the note and says – See the thing is this is a signed note but it isn't notarized
2: because of course Lucy's that big of a bitch <laughs> but
0: as Lucy the one who has the can and usually sell it you know yeah. it, it oh, I love it I it, love it it reminds
1: I, me it reminds it, me I brought it up while we were watching it reminds me of a of a family guide joke where they have Charlie Brown kicking the football and missing and Peter comes in beats the crap out of Lucy and is like you're going to hold that football straight and he goes he, he lets him kick the football, and he's like, and also, I, I've, I've looked at, he's like, I've looked at your therapist's license. I don't think you're a real therapist. <laughs> See,
2: all I think of was when I asked my mom, like, what do you think the peanuts would be? Like? What do you think the peanuts cast would be like when they grow up? And my mom's first response was, Lucy is a hard ass businesswoman with three divorces. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was just like, I like how instantaneously she thought of that. So uh, do you think when
1: the, think when the, when the uh, uh, Peanuts gang, when they grow up, are they all going to start developing the muted horn voice?
2: No. <laughs> Because they actually get, they, they are blessed with the ability of speech. It's <laughs> just this neighborhood.
0: Lucy is successful, like, if they grew up, we're going to go on this tangent here. If if they're all grown up, Lucy is is successful in, like, a business sense. She maybe isn't successful in having a lot of friends, but she is very successful. The only person who's successful, I think, in life and has friends, Schroeder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Pigpen?
0: Like maybe Pigpen, depending on what, but I don't know what he would go into in his life. But I, I'm sure yeah Pigpen might be really poor, but have lots of friends.
2: Pigpen, I just imagine grew, grow, grows up to be like that one guy who's always in the coffee shop, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Do you have a job?" No, okay.
1: <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, I know, I know, I'm the one I, br- I brought up, but kind of going back to the to the adult voice. And we'll get to the back to the plot in a minute. I swear. Um, but since I brought up the adult voice thing, it reminded me have you guys heard about like the really dark theory about Charlie Brown and why all the adults talk like that? Oh, Christ.
0: Do I want to is it gonna be yeah, you guys have uh, heard is it about gonna this? be
2: some stupid bullshit like, oh all the adults are cursed actually? No no no, it's
1: not it's not that it's still kinda stupid, but it's not that stupid. The the the, the theory is that uh, Charlie Brown is actually uh, in a coma and everything, that oh, he, fuck. and that everything that he's, that all the specials are like. His memories and the reason he can't understand the adults is that that's the adults trying, trying to, talk trying to, to, to him wake him trying up to talk to him. such
2: I fucking horse shit <laughs> god I hate these fucking
0: theories every fucking time the coma theory it's that's every good. movie everything they're like but what if that's all what, someone in a if coma he,
2: what if he's in a coma congratulations you have a baby's license to fucking plot twist now try and write something better you pretentious tool Anyway, anyway, Anyways, Linus is riding to right the great.
0: Linus is riding right to the great pumpkin.
2: Yeah, and everyone. Charlie Brown is just in Lucy's house for some reason, and is you like, know, "Why not?" And it's
0: like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm riding right to the great pumpkin." And he's like, "What?" And he's he's like, like, "Yeah, the great pumpkin. He's awesome. He's cool. You'd love him." And he's like, "I don't believe in him." And he's like, "But you believe in Santa Claus?" And he's like, "Yeah," and. <laughs>
2: And I think Charlie Brown actually says something along the lines of, this is what happens when you're from
1: different denominations. Yep,
0: <laughs> they spell it out there. Uh, then Lucy it, walks over and is basically like, I'm embarrassed of you. All right.
1: And then uh, another random kid comes in and starts...
0: Well, first Sally comes in. Oh,
1: yeah, Sally comes in. Because
0: right. she's learning about Halloween. And she yeah, will cause... be there and things like that. So this is, we haven't quite got to the trick-or-treat stuff, but this is her first actual, like... She is now old enough to do Halloween stuff. Yeah. And so she's coming over and learning what Linus is doing. And then, you know, going over. Uh, and, then, yeah, the random girl comes over. Linus then gets a stamp somewhere because adults aren't them. just steals and then a stamp. An, you know, Lucy follows uh, uh, Linus out. And he mails the letter by using his blanket to grab the, the, post, office, uh, the, the post box and throw it in.
1: I'd love to see a a peanut special where, like, where Linus is like Indiana Jones and the blanket is a little bit. So, just another thing on it,
0: like, do we think this scene is happening right on Halloween? Or do we think the scene where he mailed it is way before Halloween and then it cuts to Halloween? Because he mails a letter and then goes out and waits in the pumpkin patch if it's on Halloween. Uh...
2: Well, it could be on but Halloween. But he's also a kid, so who knows? I was yeah, going to say, it could is, be on Halloween, so it could be he's
1: just a kid.
2: Yeah,
0: he's
1: just, yeah he probably doesn't understand how letters work. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. when I tried to like mail a letter to like my favorite TV show.
0: <laughs> yeah, it checks out.
2: Uh, I'll mail it in, and it'll be on the episode tonight. What do you mean it's not? So
1: <laughs> That was legitimately my thought, too. <laughs>
2: well, I know, because that would be my thought if I was
0: a kid. <laughs>
1: I was like, they're gonna come out, and they're gonna read my letter, and they never did. So,
0: uh, <laughs> Linus is out in the pumpkin patch. Meanwhile, Charlie Brown gets invited to a party. His <laughs> first party. Of course, Lucy has to be like, eh, it can't be a good party if you're invited.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, that was a mistake. Re- uh, recount, I want to recount.
2: <laughs> yeah, because because she, she and I quote, says something like, uh, there were two lists: one of people to invite, one of people not to invite. You must have ended up on the wrong list, because God hates Charlie Brown, and so do his friends.
0: <laughs> we then have the, it,
2: it reminds me of there's a very newer Peanuts special. It came out just a couple years ago, called "For All blank Sign. It's a New Year's special, and in that, Charlie Brown says something like. I know I have a hard time, but I know I can always rely on my friends. And I'm just thinking in the back of my head, boy, all your friends suck. <laughs> I mean, we'll
0: get to the, in the end of the special. Uh, I do love that uh, element of, yeah, they all kind of are jerks to each other and mean to each other, but they do care deep yeah, down. Yeah, they do care. So. Uh, and we, we will see that as the special goes on at the end, uh, or towards the end. Uh, we get kind of some of the iconic stuff we get uh the costumes they're getting ready all the costumes you have all the ghosts and you have them starting to do things and they're explaining trick-or-treat trick-or-treating to sally or they call it tricks or treats yeah the- and yeah. sally asks if it's legal and that might be my favorite thing just like that is this that, legal it's so funny to me because that's such a
2: kid thing to ask but it's also like does sally think they're just extorting people <laughs> are
1: we stealing- um, it, it, are we good I,
2: guys or bad guys? Once again, sorry. It, just, it reminds me just because I watched it earlier. It was it's a sonic boom clip of all things, and <laughs> Knuckles is like, "Is this the? It is like, is this that holiday where you go around pulling pranks on people until they give you candy? That's not a holiday. That's extortion. I hear it a lot of talk, but I ain't seeing no candy."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. We then get the absolutely iconic, you know, they put on the costumes and Charlie Brown puts on his costume and, and it's he, and he covered up. in holes. He, he, he'd throw with the scissors. But, I had a
1: little problem with the scissors. But
0: then right after that, we also get just, it's it's dumb, but it's such a funny gag. Pigpen <laughs> Pen. walk up and he's like, they'll never recognize me. He walks up, hey, Pigpen. Hey. And he's and like,
2: how do you guys know? Because he has the dirt caught falling. It's stupid, but it's, it's funny. It's so. It's
0: good. It's good. Um, which, again, that's kid. That's kid, like, they'll never know. Like, the amount of yeah. kids that will, like, put a blanket over them, like, they'll never it's find like me. they'll never
1: find I, me. I, just, I don't know, like, man, this is a, that, that is a core memory that unlocked for me. I remember there was one time, because uh, on Halloween, at my elementary school, we would all come in our costumes and we would have a little Halloween parade and we'd walk around the school in our costumes. And I remember there was, there was one year, because... When we would come in in the morning, we would all uh, wait in the gym before we'd go to our class, and we were all waiting in our costumes, and uh, the, the, one of our, the kids in our class came in. Uh, his name was also Mason, and he was a massive Transformers fan, and he came in dressed up like Bumblebee, and we all pointed at him, and we're like, oh, hey, Mason, and he, he was like, how'd you know it was me? <laughs> it's
0: fantastic. Uh, so, we also then, we get the first introduction of the flying ace. And the reason the Flying Ace was put in this is obviously the Flying Ace had been in the comics and all these sort of things. But Schultz, as they were, they were starting to develop and writing the story, was like, wait a second. The Flying Ace could work as a costume.
1: Put it in, yeah. Yeah. put it in, put it in. <laughs> put it in. Write that down, write that down. So, <laughs> and
0: the thing that I love about the Flying Ace in this movie is nobody's making, none of the kids are making fun of Snoopy on it. They're all like, he's so cool. One
1: of them. Friggin' salutes yeah, him on the way out the that's door. They all possi- respect
2: that's him. possibly my favorite gag. The <laughs> is they
0: all think that Snoopy being the flying ace is cool. Like, later on, it's kind of more of a joke in a lot of things. In this one, they're legitimately like, he's so cool. Yeah. It's-
2: yeah, it leads to probably my favorite gag when Snoopy's marching out with the actual military drums and some random-ass kid in a ghost costume just holds the door open and salutes him.
0: <laughs> it's really good. Uh, oh, it's so we funny. go off to the pumpkin patch, and Linus, Sally, is like, well, I want to go tricks or treating but I kind of love you, Linus. And Linus is like, psh, silly women. <laughs> and we're like, Linus? Yeah,
1: Linus is a little bit of a misogynist. Yeah, a little oh, he's bit. He's also this, five. He's <laughs> yeah. five, all this... That's Sally's, when the misogyny gene kicks in, don't you know? <laughs>
0: Sally is absolutely in love with Linus and chooses Linus over tricks or treating.
1: It's interesting that... Uh, uh, it's
2: such a selfless decision that won't bite her in the ass though. all.
1: <laughs> it's, it's kind of interesting that, like, in all the other specials where we see Lucy, like, going after Linus... Linus is always like... Sally, stop. you mean Sally. Or Sally, my bad. Sally's, also, Sally's always like... Or no, Li- yeah. Linus is always like trying to push her away. He's like, "Stop following me," and she's always like, "You're the cutest thing."
0: And in this one, he's like a new convert to <laughs> yes. the and Church of the Great Pumpkin
2: Cult. And that's exactly it, because he doesn't view her as romantic interest. He views her as a new
1: cult member. Did
0: Linus create Scientology somehow? here?
2: <laughs> Look, you know what? I wouldn't put it past him.
1: You know, I was I was just thinking. You know how you know how people went and and made a cult out of uh, a gadget from. Uh, Oh, that one cartoon Rescue Rangers. From, from Rescue Rangers. They made a cult cool out of Gadget from Rescue Rangers. It's there. I'll, I'll bet somewhere out there, there's an actual cult for uh, the for the Great Pumpkin.
0: So <laughs> the great thing in this, and the thing that made me laugh the most in this, is Linus is just trying to be like, "Look, you're gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Like the Great Pumpkin's gonna rise up, and you're gonna be here, and everyone's gonna believe me, and you're gonna see it, and you're gonna believe me, and you're gonna think I'm awesome because I am right about this thing." And Sally's just like, you know. I'd really hate it if you, you know, if you held my hand. And that yeah, would be the she, worst. Just don't hold my hand, like, like, we, like. like and like, like,
1: if you hold my hand, I'll, I'll. i
0: uh, you. you. And Linus is basically, why like, would well, I need to hold hand? You're gonna see the great pumpkin. I'll hold your hand when we see the great pumpkin.
1: It's, yeah. it, it reminds it, me of like uh, Fred and Daphne in uh, in the Mystery Incorporated show, where he's uh, always like, "Look at all these traps I made. You're gonna love the, all these traps," and she's just like. But, but I love you.
2: <laughs> it so it, it's funny that this special kind of really starts Linus's obsession with the great pumpkin. And my favorite thing about it is that it does continue on. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah, to in my opinion the best comeback gag for this is in an actually an, an election day special. Oh. They're they're trying to like mm-hmm. s- find the next school president and Linus is in the running against this just Kind of nameless new kid. He's just kind of a new character made for the special. Mm-hmm. And Linus is actually winning. Like Linus, wow. he's charismatic. He's giving giving all the votes. Uh, Charlie Brown and Lucy are his campaign runners. So like this is going great. He's actually going to win. And his final speech is like, uh, and he's like, before I win, I just want to spread the word about the Great Pumpkin. And Charlie Brown and, and Charlie Brown and Lucy are both
0: like,
1: God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he is
0: devoted, despite and, all of it.
1: And would be like in real life, like a presidential, like a presidential candidate. Was like Bigfoot is out there,
0: <laughs> but I uh,
1: would not
2: put. it I was gonna say, some I was gonna right say, some can, I was gonna say that would be the most normal thing in the current political argument.
0: So, uh, but yeah. we we get we get probably. I, I've said this a few times in, in it because this I feel like this special is super iconic in it. But we get the most memed thing out of this. Yeah. and... I I say
2: the salute kid is my favorite gag. No, it's this
0: one. (laughs) This gag has been memed to death, and I still find it funny.
2: Because it's, again, life really hates Charlie Brown. So all these kids...
0: as we get up there, they all go up to the door, the tricks are treating, and Lucy, of course, begs for extra candy because her stupid brother is in the field begging for the great pumpkin, which is weird that the parents give it, so it, do the parents of the block know about Linus? Like, they're all like, <laughs> they're all like,
2: he did it again, oh, come on. That's what I always interpreted it as, the parents are just like, oh my I, oh god, my this gosh, kid. That
0: weird kid, <laughs> fine, but the thing that is so great about this, is it's not like a gag later on. It's that as you are watching the candy go in, a rock is tossed into Charlie Brown's bag every single time. And it goes around, and they're talking about all the great candy they got, and it's just, I I got got a rock.
2: rock. And so by the end of the night, Charlie Brown just has a bag full of rocks. (laughs) Which
0: we will come back to that in a second, because there's going to be a couple scenes later that are I think actually to the core of why I love Charlie Brown, is that despite all of this going on, He's having the time of his life. He has a messed up costume. He is only getting rocks. He's about to be made fun of a lot in this party. And in the end, he's still like, at least I'm not Linus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, I like
1: I like I love the idea that like everyone in the neighborhood had has like a rock specified for Charlie <laughs> Brown. Like, like, like a break-in
2: case of Charlie <laughs> Brown. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a rock.
1: Every parent, I was thinking the same. Every
0: parent has extra candy for that weird kid in there and a rock for, for Charlie Bradley. Brown. <laughs> Who do you think
2: did that? Like, who do you think started that sick joke on Charlie Brown? Were probably they just, Lucy. Probably. Probably.
0: I like to imagine that they don't go to any of the, like their friends' parents' house. These are all just random parents that are, hate, that are the kidless houses in town that are just like, get these kids away from me. I don't want the weird kids.
2: It, it, uh, it's the very first Peanuts comic where it's like, there he goes, good old Charlie Brown how I hate him. <laughs> That's the first Peanuts comic. So <laughs> I this, think the, the first one with Charlie Brown, at least this is where,
0: uh, then one of the kids is like, what do you think the world one world war one flying ace is up to? And Charlie Brown says, well, this is what he's up to. And we get the seed of Snoopy as the world war one flying ace jumping on his, uh, doghouse, which is his perfect plane and f- flying around fighting. It's, it's, Later we'll have ones that are like big battles that are at-, at things. This is all very simplistic animation, and I actually think I prefer this to like the actual like animated of him flying and stuff going. On. I love the simplicity of like all this isn't happening. Uh, I know Mason kept saying this might just be a PTSD fever dream. But, I, yeah,
2: we're, that's we're, ge- they, yeah, that's ma- ma- Mason. Mason says that as a joke. In the comics, Snoopy is canonically a war veteran, so, so. he could have
1: PTSD. Battalion Out there is letting dogs, and how desperate are they? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was World War II. They were not fucking anyone. In. War.
0: But I also, no, yeah, the World war, I also love that in this, like Charlie Brown is narrating this, and this, like everyone's listening to him as he's talking about these. The Flying aces doing things, and there, and eventually, you know, he gets shot down behind enemy lines, and he's wandering through, and you can tell in the. The, 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 the animation and, and the, the drawings they have there for it that he's clearly not anywhere. Like they'll add signs occasionally things like that, but like when he crosses a river you're like, that's just the road. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's, that's just, just the road. That yeah. they've just put blue over and I kind but of they, love it.
1: It's put blue over and throwing in some French signs <laughs> in the back. Uh ah the French <laughs> So we get
0: we get to it loose uh, no, sorry, Sally is starting to get a little a little irritated at uh Linus at this point and is like, hey, uh, is something going to happen? The kids all arrive and she sees all the candy at, at this point, And all the kids start teasing Linus that he didn't get candy, both of them on it. And like while Charlie Brown doesn't have any spoken lines, his animated holy ghost is <laughs> absolutely <laughs> laughing at it, which makes it to Linus that Charlie Brown goes over and like, you're looking for the great pumpkin. Look at this
1: bag of rocks I got. It's like, yeah, yeah. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It's just Charlie. It's Brown. just Charlie
0: Brown there, <laughs> and it's I, I, legitimately. This this time was the first time I was like Charlie Brown is one of the kids, kind of teasing. He's one of them there that they're making fun. They're all making fun of Linus, and you just got nothing but rocks and trick or treat. You got the trick. You got the trick every time. So because
2: again, Charlie Brown's whole mentality is, I ain't Linus. So-
0: <laughs> I, I think there's the, the element of like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, 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 it's cool as I'm long as I'm included. Uh, thanks for including me. Oh boy, I have friends. So we cut to the party, uh, and uh, Charlie Brown is having a good old time. But uh, they're needing to design the pumpkin, and they're like, "Use Charlie Brown. We'll use you. You can be a model." And he's like, oh, "I'm included in the party." Oh, no, they just want my bald head <laughs> to draw uh, the pumpkin eyes and face.
2: Again, just reminds me of one of my favorite gags in a peanut special. It's this. It's a weird peanut special because like it's all about motocross for some reason. But, Char- know, but Charlie Brown enters a motocross competition, actually wins it. But uh, the grand prize was tickets to the Pro Bowl. They couldn't get the tickets. So it's like, we couldn't get you tickets to the Pro Bowl, Charles, but we got you five free haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean his actual line is like my dad's a barber and I don't have that much hair to cut. <laughs> amazing
0: So the Flying Ace cra- uh sneaks in to a in his world a you know a like an occup- uh, place yeah. like a occupied area. It's it, it's the house of the party. He sneaks down uh right when Lucy's going to bob for apples. So it's a it's a uh, Snoopy special. So uh we have to get uh Lucy kissing a dog because that happens it's a, it's a, all so the So it's an odd So Lucy thing. can always be like, yuck, I was kissed by a dog. That
1: That's is a, a weird continuing thing. I never realized. Uh, yeah.
0: And then...
2: I think it's because it happened in this special and it's iconic. So it's like, oh, shit.
0: We then the only it on. thing yeah. I think in this special that... It's not that it's bad because it's legitimately great. That is a little out of place, though, comes here. <laughs> but it's it's legitimately just because they're like, you remember all that great music in the Christmas special and Schrader played the piano? Let's do that again, but with some like more upbeat type of music.
1: Schroeder is the best Peanuts character, and I will hear no slander oh, about it. I lo-
0: legitimately love these scenes. They're
1: also kind of, if anyone
0: that that's a little whiplash of the scenes, like it's just kind of out of place here. Yeah. Whereas in the Christmas special, it, 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 it they're they're per, per, per planning a performance, they're working out a performance, so it makes sense that they're practicing the piano and doing stuff. Here, it's just like Snoopy's like, play that. Beautiful music for me.
1: <laughs> Schroeder, Schroeder has my favorite uh, uh, joke in any of the Peanuts specials, and I can't re- I can't remember for the life of me which one it is. Which is which is sad for me, but I can still remember the bit where it's Schroeder Schroeder's playing on his pian- piano like usual, and uh, Lucy's like on leaning on the side of it like always. Oh, special is it is it is. I'm assuming this is what you're talking about. I mean, about. It, she, she does it. I I feel like she does it in a lot of different. Uh, specialist it might be in the Christmas special, but she she says something she says something like, "Do uh, you know that like do you know toy pianos only have like twelve keys, whereas like real pianos have like forty eight or something like that? It's like they're way smaller than real pianos." And then it cuts to Schroeder going fucking ham on the piano like crazy. <laughs>
0: just, Schroeder, just all, he's sassy.
1: piano solo. Every time
0: he's gonna have sassy. This is probably his least sassy special. He's just kind of there like, "Hey, remember that character?" You just kind hand? of throw him in. Yeah. There. And again, the music's fantastic. So, like, I do really love this scene, but it is the only kind of out of place thing it, in, at times it's, in this.
2: It's an odd thing that they do with a lot of peanut specials, movies, whatever, where they'll just stop and have Snoopy listen to music. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they, they just do that a lot. So.
0: so, Snoopy exits the house, sneaky, and you can tell he's making noises as he gets into the pumpkin patch, which Linus is like, oh my gosh, I hear something. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh, oh! Eh, the great pumpkin's rising! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And he faints. Uh, and it, it's just—it's Snoopy. This,
2: yeah, this is also a great bit of animation because Sally starts off like genuinely terrified, like she's clinging to Linus. But as she sees who it is, she just drops and enter- she, she gets so pissed as soon as
0: Snoopy, like a little bit, comes up, she recognizes it's Snoopy, and she is like, "You've gotta be kidding me!" Meanwhile, <laughs> Linus is so overcome with joy that. I'm right! I'm right this time!
1: That is, I'm wrong. It falls over and faints. All the
0: kids kind of come around, and this is where we get, like, S- Sally's rant here is just I, chef's kiss. Yeah,
2: I love Sally's rant Basically
0: here. just like, <laughs> I could have been getting candy. I
1: could have been getting candy and money and, uh, and, and stuff. That's favorite and then thing, she like,
0: basically looks at Linus and goes, I'm going to sue I'm you.
2: I'm going to I'll sue. And it's...
1: I want, I want somebody to, to edit that scene, but over over the over uh, Lucy's yeah. lines, it's Andrew Garfield going. I'm not just coming back for 15. Yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming back, back, back for everything. everything. Boy, her own <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and at this point, like she's right. She
0: gave <laughs> up her. Sally's night. in the right here. Yeah, and Linus. Right you and... think maybe Linus has kind of learned lesson? Then he leans to try and he goes, you know, you've heard of you know woman scorned. You know what's worse. A woman cheated out of tricks or treats, which he says the word "cheated," which means he knows he cheated her out of it, all out of his hokey religion. Yeah, and they all
2: and they all leave as Linus is like, "Wait, you're not gonna keep waiting?" And I, part of me does wish there wasn't adult peanuts, not for like the sake of oh edgy humor, but because. It'd be really funny if Sally yelled, "Fuck off, fuck
0: off or something or something like so,
1: that. So wait, you're not staying with me. Fuck you. At this point <laughs>
0: we've had a lot of like hate everyone is kind of like irritated, Linus. This is actually really sweet here. Lucy wakes up in the middle of the night, looks at her clock, walks out of the walks not out just of the middle bed. of the night,
1: four in the freaking. Morning. yeah,
0: four
2: in the morning. Walks downstairs, sees Linus in the pumpkin patch, and just drags his ass Well, she away.
0: sees she sees the empty bed. She sees his bed is empty, mm-hmm. goes out. He's in the middle of the pumpkin patch, shivering and cold. She brings him in, takes his shoes off, tucks him into bed, and goes back to sleep. And you would think, you know, okay. And that's where it comes to... This. These characters do care about each other. They're irritated, and they hate each other. But you would think, oh, Linus is learning a lesson, right? No. Wrong. He's sitting there with Charlie Brown. Big Charlie Brown is like, you know... Okay, well, at least you know you tried, but now you know it's not real. And he's like, not real? Wait till next year. I'm going to prove this is right. I'm right. I'm right. And then it, it just, just
1: fades out as the yeah, camera pulls it, it back, just which slowly, is the perfect ending. It I
2: just it slowly zooms out as Charlie Brown slowly looks like he's dying more and more inside. And I think... And good, he's just like,
1: good grief.
0: And I think that's what is amazing about this special. Is whereas the Christmas special, and even a little bit the Thanksgiving special, really try to hone in on themes and trying to give this like message that we've heard over and over again. You don't hear the great pumpkins message very often, which is just stubborn stubborn stubbornness, unwillingness to admit you're wrong. Yeah. And in today's climate of the world, whether it be political, social media, whatever, of people who will, you know, will refuse to back down,
2: who just never admit legitimately
0: Great pumpkin has a lot to say and Mm -hmm. it was kind of ahead of its time in that. I feel like now, if you played the great, you did the great pumpkin, you'd probably have a large crowd of people saying it's woke for, you know, attacking certain things. Uh, And I just kind of really, I just appreciate this special more than I think any of the other ones, simply because it does something. It doesn't try to be your cliched holiday special. It tries something different. Mm-hmm. And that different thing is really cool.
1: Yeah, it is. It's there's something like really cozy about the about the parent specials. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh and yeah. it's weird to see like to put Halloween and cozy together, but you. Know, but they you know, find a way, and, they and did like find a way. It also
2: the, comes with just it's not necessarily Halloween, but also just fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it just has that vibe. of
0: it does that the you know the weather it' getting a little cooler maybe you're gonna sit by a fire or it's you're football. gonna have blankets on football yeah. you know that type of season it it really is it's a really great little special uh and you know obviously it had big viewership it's been played a ton but it sometimes gets forgotten for things like Christmas and Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and it's really it, it this one needs to be I think held up as high as those if not higher in my opinion yeah. mm-hmm. but on this podcast we ask two important questions of every film that we watch. The first is, how does it hold
1: up? So we, we've had some things like this before, specific, uh, particularly uh, animation-wise, where it is very clearly aged, but that doesn't matter. Chipmunk yeah, Adventure. Doesn't, yeah, Chipmunk Adventure. Yeah, it's... For it, 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 example. I here, mean, yeah.
2: it's, it's cheap. It's low it's a tv special it's cheap it's not exactly greatly animated minus a few bits that are pretty Mm -hmm. smooth but at the same time you're not coming here for that
1: yeah yeah what they
0: do to get away from a lot of the and a lot of a lot of stuff scooby-doo for example does this a lot as a tv show uh the old stuff is to get away with maybe not as much animation colors Mm-hmm. Lots of color changes to allow you to get the illusion of things happening yeah. or just the illusion of your – like I pointed out early on when they're in the room writing uh, – Linus is writing to the Great Pumpkin. That it's just a, a, a solid color background with a table and mm-hmm. – like you're not even trying to animate or show an entire room. You're just basically – you know where they are by the colors mm-hmm. uh, and they do that really well. Yeah, is it is it the most amazing animated thing we've ever watched? No, like the animation is It's sixties. It's a television special, but it's
1: peanuts. It's peanuts.
0: Yeah. But I think more than its animation, more than its look, more even than its, you know its voice acting, which is perfectly fine and good, and we love Charles Schultz's Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> Snoopy. Uh,
1: it's themes. A the mirror dimension. <laughs> its themes
0: have held up so well. Uh, uh, across year you know, uh, half a century. The writing in general mm-hmm. is its main mm-hmm. strength, and that Absolutely. does come from Charles Schultz's writing. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and the music. I also just say the music oh, itself. Yeah, Everything, yeah, the, every, really, legitimately. There's not, you know, maybe you could nitpick some of the art and animation, but overall, I think this. There's nothing that hasn't held up in this, and that you couldn't just sit down and watch and get true enjoyment out of. Uh, even if you're a snob when it comes to like animation and you're like well it's not crisp and clean and all these things <laughs> like no no it's it's, it's great right uh, yeah. and, and uh, I think from a whole uh, holding up factor the fact that so many elements of this movie are held up in other things well you know the I've I got a rock is memed to death <laughs> you know
2: the, the Snoopy flying the ace. Snoopy
0: world War you know flying ace the first time the first time we got I was kissed by a dog you know. Uh, uh, is it the, foot time, the first time Charlie kicked the football? Yeah, in oh, the specials yeah. at least. Obviously, the comics have been <laughs> yeah, in yeah, yeah the, the the first, That's what I mean in the specials. The first special, do because I, I don't think it, it was an All-Star.
2: No, because all Star's baseball, mm-hmm. so I can't imagine he did uh, it in All-Star.
0: But yeah, that's every, this one doesn't always get the credit for being kind of the pioneer of a lot of the things that we think about when we think about the Peanuts. Mm-hmm. Our second question of every film that we watch: what can what can movies take from this? Simplicity.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah.
0: yeah, just simplicity.
2: Not everything needs to be massive, huge, adventurous story. We did not need this story to be Charlie Brown fighting the Great Pumpkin like a fucking Soulsborne boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, even though I, <laughs> that sounds fucking hilarious, but lies of b Uh, Yeah, lies of b there you go uh lies of cb (laughs) lies of brown (laughs) but it's yeah it's just simple it is charlie brown is a kid linus is a kid snoopy's a dog lucy's a kid they're all just kids they're all having fun on halloween they're all just kind of doing shit I it think we pretty simplicity. much
0: all agree simplicity is probably our number one answer across yeah, the board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of take that and I'll, I'll extrapolate a bit on it. Using simplicity to be able to use your themes. You don't have to have overly complex storylines to still have deep themes that you do have to think a bit about. You do have to spend time looking at. And you can enjoy Like Great Pumpkin, you don't have to like... Dissect every sentence and be like, oh, I'm learning great things or I'm things to, to get, dig into it. But you can dig into this movie and you can dig and, and, and pull up not just what Charles Schultz believed and pull out from it, but also just good life lessons, you know, and good things from it, which the Peanuts. Schultz was always great at that as showing through the naivety of kids to teach adults lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Schultz was very good at that. Uh, and I think this is the first time we got a special that really, really exemplifies that. And so, like, you don't need, you know, you don't need a super complex Martin Scorsese story to have incredible themes.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: But yeah. That's Great Pumpkin. My personal favorite and of I think the Charlie mine, Brown too. specials. I think, I think. I think uh, it even solidified after this, watch and talk about it. Yeah, it, it's my favorite. Uh, I
1: think it's close for me between this and Christmas.
2: Uh, I'm going to be honest. Part of the thing, I don't want to say it's a bucket list per se, but it is something I want to watch all of them. Yes. Mm. So, uh,
0: it, It's uh, a possibility you might, if you subscribe to this podcast, you might see some more of these popping up around holidays. You never know. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility that that might be coming, but... Thank you all for listening. Uh, we know we're kind of in between seasons here on the playing side. This will be dropping into podcast feeds. But if you'll like uh, the watching stuff, we uh, have lots of these watching episodes over on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash whatthebleep. We also have uh, how you do it breakdowns where we take topics and say what we would do with them. And we also have uh, some tier list stuff. So that Patreon is full of our, all of our shows. Uh, if this is your first watching example over here, yeah, check it out. Uh, if you'd like to email us, uh, leave comments or whatever uh, about what we talk about, you can do that. Send us an email to bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. That's bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. We thank you all for listening, and uh, don't worry, season three is coming. <laughs>